Hello, my beautiful beanies, and welcome to The Bean for Tuesday. First with yesterday's news, I am Glenn ZB. We're looking back at Monday. Now, um, we will talk briefly about Shane Jones and his election chances this year in Northland. Uh, but really, yesterday was all about one thing, uh, Level 1. Uh, the sudden appearance of Level 1. We're in Level 1 now. Uh, here was the first caller once after the announcement. I just want to start by saying this is not a political statement, but I just wanted to say to New Zealand, well done, everybody, um, and especially Jacinda. Um, sorry, a bit emotional, but fantastic. Thank you. It's a pleasure, Clint. Um, oh, gosh, and he is gone as well. Oh, no, you're still there, buddy. Yeah, I am sorry. I just got a bit emotional now. It's such a why? Such a, um, why? Why? Why so emotional, mate? Well, it's been so hard the last, you know, few months, and and life getting back to normal, some sort of normality is going to be great. Um, people can relax and enjoy life a bit more. It's um, I'm just delighted, mate. That's all that we've gotten this far, and mm. and. I think we've been leading the country most of the time through this pandemic. So just All a right. big well done to New Zealand and to Jacinda and her team. How has it affected you? Oh, mate, I've found it really tough. Um, I work in mental health, and so mm. I'm 72, and, and um, I got shut down in the first uh, few moments of the, of the lockdown. I uh, found it really difficult being at home, not being able to do anything. I've only just started work in this last couple of weeks, and so it's been a great relief to get out, get back into the community, and help those people who, who are most in need. Um, yeah. Good on you, mate. Well done. Thank you. All right. Thank, thank you. Oh, there you go. Quite an emotional Clint there. I love an emotional Clint, don't you? Um, I mean, this is the station to get all your emotional Clint requirements. Definitely. Uh, I'm sure Marcus was pretty emotional as well, and he wanted to point out uh, there the, the are little medical victories all the time. Someone said they want a minute, a minute silence for those that died. We almost need a million, a minute silence for those that didn't die. What's Sweden on now? Like four and a half thousand. Jeepers! And that's the thing, of course. That's why the government will never be celebrated for what they have done, because the trouble with epidemiology is that if you do something well, then people thought it was never going to be a problem anyway. And that's the whole problem with public health. And I was reading an extremely good article in the Herald that someone sent me last Friday. Uh, Since the 60s, our deaths from heart disease have reduced by 90%, but of course no one ever talks about that because it's hidden. If you do well, no one says it. Oh, so true. So true. I mean, my main job is, is pushing the buttons on uh, the Mike Hosking Breakfast Show here at News Talk ZB, of course. And um, if I do that correctly, nobody notices. If I cock it up, that's when people notice. So, um, yeah, if I want to get noticed, I just have to make heaps of mistakes and then people will notice. Uh, if I do it all correctly nobody notices and it's like I don't even exist tricky situation
Uh, Chris Lynch is uh, standing in for Kerry McIver this week, so more people are noticing him than usual. Um, he's not sure about that trans-Tasman bubble, I think. This is not just about getting the economy moving again, it's about just getting the country moving again as well. Of course, I noticed there's some media reports suggesting that um, uh, people will be anxious going to Alert Level 1 today. It's the same people that come out because they, you know, they rely on the mental health funding, don't they? So... So you're anxious if you go into lockdown, you're anxious if you go out of lockdown. You know, the funding, the funding, the funding is what they'll be all saying now, you know. They love it. The mental health experts, they'll be rubbing their hands with glee saying, oh, hang on, we, we better make sure everybody's anxious and level one, for goodness sake. Uh, anyway, 0800 80 10 80 is the number to call. Let's start things off with if we should go to level one today. 0800 80 10 80. A bigger question, though, is regarding the trans-Tasman bubble. Let's just wait until Australia is completely clear of COVID, I think, before we start um, considering or discussing bubbles with them. I would have thought was probably a better idea. Let's not rush to bubble ourselves with Australia when they've still got cases, I would have thought. Okay, so he's one of these sort of worried people, isn't he? He's very cautious. Um, Winston Peters on record is wanting to be not quite so cautious. A lot of people seem to be crediting him with the uh, the accelerated move into level one. Uh, here he was on the drive show last night. Is it safe for Kiwis to go out there and behave like there is no COVID? No. I hope we've learned from the lockdown and from the international experience, which still rages on, that hygiene and cleanliness and observing certain social rules is always going to be important. Okay. Would you, would, do you think it's important to tell Kiwis, though, it is safe to go back to large gatherings and concerts because of the number of them that are too, still too scared to do that? Well, we can't just run the country for the timid. We've got to run the country for those who want to be free. And we've uh, had a huge contraction of our freedom uh, for about 79 days, That's back to be actually honest with you. And so people want to get, get back and... The ones who are a bit shy to go out, well, I, I understand that, but they can be assured that we've done our best to get on top of uh, this um, outside invader, and we have largely been highly successful. Should central city businesses in the public sector go back to their offices? Well, I think the last thing we've said in our press statement today from my office anyway is we're encouraging all workers to go back to work and to their offices and to their workplaces as fast as possible so we can restore normalcy and get business back going. Now, if people are going to make lifestyle and other choices as a result of their COVID experience, I think it's far too early to say. But in the meantime, what we're saying is, as much as we can, except for the aviation and maritime borders, uh, things are back to normal. Um, uh, what, what proportion of the public sector do you think will actually go back to their offices? Oh, look, I know what you're asking, but they've been... A whole lot of people who are always, as you know, and usually on your show, experts on everything. I don't know how many are going to go back to the offices, but I would think 95% plus will go back. But some will have learned another time. Uh, the development of people working from home was always on the build anyway, but there's nothing going to be too dramatic as a result of this outcome or this experience with COVID-19. i tell you who has embraced uh, wholeheartedly the whole um, get-out-of-the-office, work-from-home situation, and that is, seems to be the news networks in uh, the United States. 
Um, even while people seem quite happy to march in the streets and hang out together in the streets, the news networks uh, are, are all working from home. They keep, they keep showing... Um, I saw a montage from... Uh, I'm not sure whether it was Fox or CNN yesterday. Uh, and, and from the master control... Must have been CNN, I think. And... Might have been, I don't know. One or the other. They're probably both doing it the same way anyway. But like, so it's not just the hosts and everybody. Every, the, the people who are actually making the station work. So people like me, people like who you don't even notice unless they get it wrong. They're doing it from, from the, they've got gear in their houses and they were sitting there with their cats in their laps. I'm not making this up. There was actually a person with their cat in their lap and controlling the show at the same time, technically. I'm not quite sure why we don't have the gear for me to do that. I still had to come in the whole time. Just to push a few buttons. And really, I, I just push those buttons at random until something worked as well. That's my secret. Uh, we're going to finish up here with uh, a little bit of uh, Tim Dower. He stood in for Kate Hawksby yesterday. Uh, he's uh, wondering what's going to happen with Shane Jones this year. Jones has it hands down, you'd have to say, on charisma, pizzazz. But you'd also give that to Winston, wouldn't you? And Matt King was able to beat him. So Labour's already ruled out any kind of Epsom-style deal up there that would give Jones a good chunk of those 8,000 or so votes that went to Willow Jean Prime last time round. The PM said months back, and I quote, you can bet that her party will be campaigning at full capacity. We'll see. But if Jones fails, and if New Zealand First doesn't get 5%, then all those famous dog-tucker predictions will finally come to pass. I'm not sure that New Zealand First won't get there on the basis of 5%. But if they don't, if they don't make 5%, they need Jones. They need a seat. My pick is that Northland is, at this moment in time, the contest of the election. Who do you think is going to win that? Yeah, I keep forgetting there's an election this year. Weird, isn't it? Um, I wonder how many people are like me and will just forget that there's an election this year. And then we'll get to next year and go, oh, that's right, we should have done that election. When was that supposed to be happening? I'm Glenn ZB. Uh, I'm sure it'll ramp up now that everything's back to normal. More or less. I'm Glenn ZB. Uh, that has been News Talk ZB for Tuesday. Back with some more, some more extra normal stuff tomorrow. See you then.